but yeah, no, Manjapani man, as each game passes, Bradshaw Living should be like sweating bullets because this man is going to get paid in the offseason if he keeps this up. So um I think all signs are pointing towards him probably keeping this up. He's shown no sign of slowing down since last season when he was good. He's taking, he seems to be taking another step and amplifying his game even more. Um, that trip to the worlds, I think really helped. He was, you know, maybe put a little more respect on his name too, from people outside of the market who didn't know who the heck Andrew Manjapani was. Um, He's been playing incredible. He's he's always hardest working flame, uh, night in and night out, I think. Um, and like I said, it's gonna be tricky for Brad when it comes time to re-up this guy because he's gonna need um he's gonna need some extra zeros on his uh on his paychecks uh in order to keep him around. But what a story too. I eh? like just picked what was he picked? Sixth round, I think. Um, walked onto the Barry Colts, didn't even make the wasn't drafted in the OHL, walked onto the Barry Colts. First team all rookie in his in his first year with Barry, didn't get drafted in the uh, in his first kick of the can in the NHL draft. wasn't even recognized in NHL Central Scouting, and then now look at this guy. Like he's he, this guy's played played with a chip on his shoulder his entire career. So, um, you know, I'm I'm I love it. I I think the guy's great. Uh, I'm Italian, so knowing that there's a <laughs> he's 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 doing the heritage proud is is a good thing. Um, I know no one known and I love him because it's the only Italian player that they know. <laughs> and uh, no, it's great. And uh, I'll, I'll stop uh, pumping his tires a little bit here and talk about Lindholm, who again is proving how much of a sweetheart contract he's on with the scoring performance and the scoring rate that he's scoring at. And uh, James, I haven't seen your tweets recently, but he was at one point on pace, I think 103 goals. Uh, to start the year, he was on pace for that. So, uh, <laughs> definitely some uh, good things coming out of his uh, or off of his stick and the chances he generates. And, um, you know, talk about like another leader that doesn't have an, a letter. I think Lindholm is definitely uh, he's leading by example, if not in the locker room, then by example on the ice. So, uh, big fan of his and and super happy with everything so far that he's uh, that he's done. Yeah, and yeah, uh, James, uh, maybe you can uh, pull up some charts on them and uh, have a look at their performances. Uh, sure. While you do yeah. that, I just want to add that you mentioned the Mangiapane playing in the Worlds. The funny thing about him dominating the Worlds is he didn't even make the lineup to start. Yeah, he, got he was. In, he got he got in because of an injury, didn't he? Uh, I can't remember. I thought Dubé. I thought Dubé was the one who got in for the. Maybe I can't remember. You might be. You're probably right. Oh, okay. I, I didn't maybe follow it Dubé. too close. Maybe it's Dubé. It might have been Dubé, but uh, the thing too about Manjapani is he missed like the first two or three games because he because yeah. he was he, <laughs> the Flames were still playing and he had to go through uh, COVID uh, quarantine. So That's it was right. crazy. Yeah, crazy. And he still he still performed the way he did. Unreal. <laughs> yeah. So. Just one more thing to add to uh, Audie's point about Lindholm is, you know, we got to thank him for bringing in Markstrom because they're <laughs> best friends <laughs> outside of hockey. Yeah. And he was a big proponent on why Markstrom signed here. But these are my favorite charts to look at because, you know, it gives you a number value, 92 overall. It's It's just better to look at in my opinion, but they're made after the season. So this is for last season. So we can okay. just see 
I'll pull up the 2019, 2020 as well. Like, so that overall cool. number, that would kind of be like his rating on NHL. Right, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. That's a, it's a good way to look at it. It's, it's in terms of <clears throat> analytics, it's a, it's a percentile number. So basically, Mangiapane is in the 92nd percentile of players. So a 92 overall in NHL 20 is a great way to put it. Like... If you can look at last season, I'll explain these charts a little bit as well, but the first two columns there are his offense, the second two are his defense. So the first column is his goals above replacement, and his the second column is his expected goals above replacement. So we all know how good Mangiapane was last year, but he was expected to be like five times even better (laughs) just looking at those two columns like he's he's so good and i i always go back to a good buddy of ours uh flash flash lytics on twitter and he he always Mm -hmm. describes manjapani the best and he's our he's a b right he's he's on the ice he's disrupting he's getting in your face he's everywhere yeah and like I when Calgary signed him to that two year deal, I wanted that deal to be eight years because <laughs> like looking at the numbers, he's consistently improved year after year. He started out in that fourth line role with Garnet Hathaway and I'm forgetting their centerman, but you know, he worked his way up. He started in the fourth line and then he made his way up into the third line and second, right? Like he's such a good just such a good hockey player and there's not enough good things to say about him and like I mentioned earlier I wish they would have went eight years with him a couple years ago because that number probably would have started with a four on an eight-year term now you're probably looking at a six or a seven maybe even who knows but yep it's yeah next next off season is not going to be enjoyable it's going to be stressful <laughs> but uh on the now like both him and Lindholm are both rocking like 40% shooting percentages right so you know i make my joke tweets because the you know in the first 3 games you know they everybody always gets off to a good start and you know Mangiapane and Lindholm are both currently on pace for 82 goals this season <laughs> obviously i know that's not going to happen but it's fun to joke about, right? Because they've gotten off to such good starts. And do I expect them to continually shoot 40%? No. They're obviously going to have some cold streaks, but they've both been phenomenal. And like Audie mentioned with Lindholm's contract, definitely a top five contract in the league by far. He is just so phenomenal. He's been amazing ever since calgary acquired him and you know just nothing but good things to say about both of them so really quick on mangiapani and i'll ask you first james uh does he crack the team canada lineup for the olympics for the olympics that's a good question because i think their long list of players was already submitted on october 15th which are made public by the way which we won't see those they are yeah. oh wait no, are made public not. or they're not they're not made public oh sorry. okay i was gonna no. say I'm like i'm pretty sure we don't see those no so no. 
I, I don't think he's going to make it just because I can't remember. I think Doug Armstrong is Canada's GM. I think he's going to lean towards more veteran players, players with reputations, which that's fine, right? Like we already saw John Tavares modeling the Team Canada outfits and those are interesting. But anyway, <laughs> which like I would personally put Mangiapane on Team Canada over John Tavares, but... John Tavares is the captain of the Toronto Maple Leafs and he's making 11 million, you know? So the Olympics are always, you know, more reputation based, which we saw with Seth Jones somehow being the first United States defenseman over Charlie McAvoy or Adam Fox, but Jacob Slavin, Jacob Slavin, you know, (laughs) Quinn Hughes. Who are those guys? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, I, I don't think he's going to make Team Canada. I wish he did. And, you know, if he continues on this pace and if they were submitting rosters, let's say in December 1st, maybe. But I don't think he'll make it. But he should. Audie, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, I don't I, I don't think he's going to make Team Canada. I think, that, uh, I think that he would get a long, hard look at the 55-man list. Um but I don't think that he's going to make this team. I think if we look like historically at how team Canada is like composed, they not only do they like to bring veterans and, and, and guys like that, but they also like to bring guys who can play center and a wing like that Crosby, Marchand, Bergeron line. Uh, that's two centers and a, and a winger there, right? Like, it, it, like, you know what I mean? Like I think they like to bring, um, more versatility. Like it's easy for a center to go play wing, but it's not always easy for a winger to go play center. If that makes, you know, obviously that's mm-hmm. a little different there. Um, I think that like lineup wise, it might be a little bit difficult for him to crack amongst some of the uh, centers that are going to be playing wing for team Canada. Uh, Cause yeah. I, th- I, I have a feeling they're going to go center heavy and bring a lot of people who are naturally, naturally play center over to play wings or play on a wing. So I, I don't think he's going to make it over some of the likes of those players that we're going to see. Um, but damn, like they probably thought long and hard about Andrew Mangiapane before they, uh, before they put their, their team together, I bet. 